We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's here. The bracket is here. Selection Sunday is here. Guys, I am so fired up. I'm so fired up to get it. I don't think it, it it's not entirely the fact that I am completely sleep deprived and completely oh. after the week that we just spent in New York and the week of travel that we all just had. But the bracket is here. Let's go. First and foremost, let's get the pleasantries out of the way. Happy birthday to y'all. How you Thank feeling? you, man. Thank you. You like that? 35 years, 35 years young, and you have to wear the birthday hat in my house. That's a fact. So you go from being really cool and being in college and chasing women to where now you're married with the lovely wife, and now you have a birthday hat that you're not allowed to take off. It even has candles, boys. It even has candles. So this is where we're at, sleep-deprived and all. I'm happy to be here. Selection Sunday, always a holiday. Just happened to fall on my birthday this year. Happy birthday, brother! I appreciate I appreciate you pushing me out that out that Uber this morning, man. I don't even remember what time it was. <laughs> it was it was early. It was, it was early. Good God! Yeah, for the people that uh, oh. at home, um, we finished recording our show last night at about one thirty a.m. We lost an hour of sleep, and both of these guys had six a.m. flights out of New York back down south. So they didn't go to sleep. They went back to the hotel. They packed their stuff up. They got an Uber and they went to uh, to Newark International Airport and flew back home. Last time we did this, T.O. got on the stream and he said, guys, lock it in. I have no idea what I'm saying right now. I don't even know if I'm speaking English, but I'm taking Miami to the Elite Eight. And you know what happened? Bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. bongo. All, right. Uh, all right. So we got the bracket. Um, I want to start with this, just kind of big picture stuff. Uh Alabama got the number one overall seed, which is a little strange. I didn't necessarily see that one coming. I thought it was going to be Kansas. Kansas is the number three overall seed. Houston is the number two, which means that Houston is headed to the Midwest. Um, Kansas is out West. Purdue is in the East. I think we all expected Purdue to end up being the one seed in the East. We have Arizona is the one seed in Alabama, uh, the two seed in Alabama's region. Texas is the two seed in Houston's region. UCLA is the two seed in the Kansas region. Marquette is the two seed in the Purdue region, which means if they win two games, they are headed back to Madison Square Garden where Shaka just cut down the nets for the Big East tournament title. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Which one of these regions is the is the toughest? Where are you looking at and, and you're saying, you know, I don't know how the number one seed is going to find a way to win this out of all of them. Okay. 
Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, I, that Houston bracket, I, I'm sitting there watching them, especially with some of the injuries they've had. You, you look at some of the other teams in that league, Iowa and Auburn, extremely streaky. Miami, very talented. Obviously depends on Norchad O'Meara. And then Indiana and Kent State. Guys, I'm telling you, Kent's, or Kent State's a sneaky team on that 13 spot because they have a couple of guys that they can throw at Chase, Trace Jackson Davis, and they have a dude named Sincere Carey who's a bucket. Not a kind of a bucket, an absolute bucket. They're big, they're strong, they're older. I think that Kent State team, that's that's one to watch out for. Um, and then you look past that, you got Texas A&M, Penn State. You want to talk about two tough teams? That's going to be a great matchup. And then Texas and Colgate. That's 7-10 and 215. You said Texas A&M and Texas? That yeah. could be a hell of a game in the second weekend. But that, that uh, Midwest Regional, to me, uh, there's just a lot of pitfalls. Doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, what about I, you? That's, I was gonna say the same. I mean, you're talking about the 710 game. Who was playing better than Texas AM and Penn State, you know, coming down the stretch? And here they are, they get their first round matchup. Uh Houston to me has not put 40 minutes together in the last couple of games. Uh it obviously caught up with them today. And I I I'm concerned about them right now as the number one seed. I mean, particularly now they, you know. They're going to get an Iowa-Auburn in, in the second round, and that's going to be a tough matchup for them. So they're going to have to figure things out and start putting together 40 minutes of basketball. Well, they could be the number one, first number one seed we see fall. But I, I think that bracket from top to bottom, I mean, Kennesaw State is tough. I mean, that's going to be interesting. Um, I like it. I mean, I think it, it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of that. It's going to be quite a bit of upset to know. That, that's interesting because I think that the East and the West regions are the ones where we're going to see the most upsets. Um, I think that I wanted I, – when I came into this this bracket, right, I was going to say I'm going to pick Memphis to win pretty much no matter what happens. I'm going to pick FAU to win pretty much no matter what happens. I'm going to pick Duke to go far pretty much no matter what happens. I'm going to pick ORU to go far pretty much no matter what happens. I wanted to pick Louisiana to win because I like that matchup. Um, and then you look at the other side, I think that uh, Arkansas and Illinois are both really talented and can both are capable of beating Kansas in that second round matchup. If, if either one of them gets there, I think you look down at the, the number four seed Iona and VCU were the two teams that I was looking at and saying, those are the matchups that UConn does not want in the first round. If they're going to end up being a four seed, right? Cause they can both heat up the ball. They can kind of do what Marquette did to them a little bit uh, in the second half of that game. So that was, that's a tough matchup there. Um, I don't like TCU for Gonzaga as a potential matchup in the second round. And I don't like Boise for UCLA as a potential matchup in the second round. So I, I just think it's going to be wild in those two brackets right there. Um, who has the easiest path? Who are you looking at? And you're saying, which number one seed, you know, they're going to coast. We could just pencil that in right now. You don't even need to pencil it in. You could take a pen and just write it in right now. RC, you go first. I'll tell you who I think it is. Hmm. Alabama. I, 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 I'm going to say Alabama because I just think they're the best team. We talked about this before. I think they're the most complete team that's able to adapt to everyone. So, And, I, and that's what I, I'm looking more at when I decide who I think is going to advance, survive and advance in this tournament, I just think they have the, the most them and Duke's coming in there, you know, with them getting healthy and their, their final run there. Those are just teams that no matter style, you know, we always say style makes fights and mm -hmm. styles make matchups. Those there are a couple of teams in this league. I mean, the country that just can adapt to any style of play. And I think Alabama's one of them. So I'm never going to go against them right now. Yeah. Teal. Hard to argue there. Hard to argue there. I was looking at Purdue's, uh, Purdue's bracket there in the East. And, you know, I picked Houston to have the toughest road. But if you if you kind of take a deep dive into that one, Purdue 
They play Memphis in the second round. You want to talk about guards that pressure, push out, older team um, against Zach Eady and company. Uh, just because their strength would go against Purdue's weaknesses, that's an interesting one. But I, I think Alabama, as far as how far they can go, they're just so talented. There's just so much there. Brandon Miller, all those guys, um, that second-round game, I'm not overly concerned, uh, whether it's Maryland or, or West Virginia. After that, San Diego State, are they scary to Alabama? I don't know. Charleston, I don't think so. Virginia, hey, look, this year's San, version. San Diego State isn't even going to have a chance. To, to go up against Alabama. This is the, so the reason why I like it, I think Alabama's got the most wide open road. I think Charleston affirmed both win their first round games. And I think that we're going to end up seeing Alabama playing a 13 seed. You know, I would love for Bob to win that game. In a, in, in the sweet 16. Um, I don't think that Arizona or Creighton matches up all that well with them. I love that, that, that road for Alabama. Um, and honestly, I know you guys are kind of down on it. I think that Houston's got a, a relatively easy road. I don't see Auburn or Iowa really stressing them all that much. Uh, I think Indiana probably makes uh, – I think they get to the Sweet 16, and I just cannot see Indiana being able to deal with the physicality of Houston. And then once you get past that, you know, I, Texas kind of does the same things that that Houston does, right? They hmm. play a little bit similar style of basketball. So I, I think Houston is going to be in the Final Four um, – in their home city. All right. I'm going to go, let's, let's go region by region. We're going to start breaking this down region by region. Uh, we're going to start in the South where Alabama is the number one overall seed. And I'm just going to, let's lay it out like this. I already said, I think that Alabama has got the easiest path RC. Um, obviously they're getting, do you think they're going to have any issues with that first round game with the playing game against the 16th seed? I don't see it. If you do correct me if I'm wrong, Alabama. Uh, yeah. No. Hell yeah. no. All right. So where, just looking through the bracket, where do you think that they can get picked off? Is there anyone here that can get them? I don't see it. I mean, I don't I, I don't see it. I, I don't know where. I, I mean, where could it possibly be? I, I think there'll be some upsets. Uh, I don't know Virginia can score enough points down the line if they, you know, if they meet uh San Diego State I, I think they're it's going to be somebody in the elite. It's going to be somebody in the elite eight if you get somebody going. Yeah, it's going to be who's playing well. But but when I look at that size of the bracket, I mean, it's we talked about it last night. I think Arizona is a team that we felt as though could possibly help and make a run. I, I'm not. I just want to preface everything you say about what we said last night. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> we were up so late. We were. Now I will say this: that that Creighton NC State matchup is, I, I well, we'll, pretty we'll sexy. Pretty sexy. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to Oof. that. I'm going to ask you some of the some of that about it. All right, the upset that you like in the South region, and I, I'm going to qualify an upset as an 11 seed or higher winning. I don't consider 10 over seven an upset. I just consider that a game. NC State over Creighton, 11 six. To uh, both at five twelve and at four thirteen. Those are both cute. Let's put it that way. They're cute. They're intriguing. Uh, Charleston over San Diego State and Furman uh, over Virginia. Virginia is so tough defensively, but Furman has some an outlet guy in Jalen Slauson that when things get rough, like they can shoot it, and and Slauson can figure it out for him. I like that Furman Virginia game. Mm -hmm. Mike Bothwell yeah. might end up being the best scorer on the floor in that game too. We yeah. saw we saw him go nuts against Stephen F. Austin. They uh, they were going to be my mid major upset. I think that's the worst matchup for him. Really? 
Because you're talking about ACC defensive player of the year guarding him. You really think Reese Beekman, he's gonna get he's gonna get out on Reese Beekman and the way that they control the pace. I, I think it's a tough matchup for him. I just I, the reason I think that they can is because he's so big and strong that I think that he will be able to handle Reese Beekman um in term from like a physicality standpoint. He just he's got that old man, lefty, crafty. I'm going to find a way to get to my left no matter what happens kind of a game. Uh, I really like Charleston over San Diego State as well. I mentioned it already. I think it's going to be a 12-13 game um, in the second round there. I'm not sold on a lot of these Mountain West teams. Uh, I kind of need to see it to believe it with with them. Um, and I think that Charleston is going to find a way to get it done. After all – That's I'm, funny I'm, you say that because I'm looking at the West bracket and Boise State, Northwestern. I, I like Boise State in that game. Yeah, I, I, well, that's because it's they're playing against Northwestern, but that's neither here nor there. Um, one of the so, hey, time, time to stop the Northwestern slander. Kevin Sweeney would never. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mentioned NC State against Creighton as a potential upset. I, 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 I agree with that one. I also think it's worth mentioning uh, Santa Barbara over Baylor. Santa Barbara's got some dudes, right? They got a kid named Ray Harrison um, that that is an absolute bucket. A big guard. Miles Norris is a is a former top 50 recruit, played at uh, Oregon. They got a kid that transferred in uh, from Cal. They got some they got big high level athletes. Uh, and I think that they um, will be able to give Baylor a little bit of trouble. I, I think that they'll be able to score on Baylor. The question is, do they have enough length and athleticism in their their backcourt to be able to deal with those guards? Who knows? Uh, you see Arizona in any trouble. No, Arizona's, Arizona's fine. Mm-hmm. Princeton's best players are five, man. I, I can't remember the kid's name. but Hosin uh, Bolsaman. Uh, I was about to say, let's call Sean Paul real quick. Um, mm-hmm. No, but th- that's his guy. But now their best players are big, man. He's got a tough matchup. Yeah, they, they are. They do have some high major. I, I literally just hit our courting Cinderella with an Ivy League coach today. Um, they got some size. They got like a 6'9", 240 dude that starts, and Tosun is, is about 6'8", and, and 225. So they're a little bit bigger and more athletic than a typical mid-major. Um, yeah. The question is going to be like, if you pull them out, they, they want to go with Tosun at the five and space the floor, but they don't really shoot it quite well enough for me to say like Arizona's in a little bit of trouble there. Um, all right, what's the most interesting uh, first-round matchup? What's the one that you're you're kind of circling and saying you got to watch that one? In no the South? Of- yeah, in the South. Um, I'm I mean, going Creighton, NC State. Creighton, NC State. Yeah, I agree. I like that one. Maryland, West Virginia could get interesting. Of course, they might also get in a fight. Well, but, yeah. but it might but be it might be the first one of 21. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it depends on what kind of basketball you like. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be Creighton, NC State. Lots of really good guards in that game. Um, what's the best potential matchup? Looking down the road, looking further into the bracket, uh, what do you like? What what's the one that you have circled where you say we got to make sure that we can see that one? We got to that's that's what you got to root for. Anything? Anybody? I, I, I'm hoping for the South Carolina Charleston Furman game. South all South Carolina one. I think that's the worst matchup for Furman is Virginia. I think that's a that's a brutal matchup for me for them. Yeah, but the, the 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 only thing I would counter is because Virginia doesn't score more than sixty points in any game they play. Like, I obviously I'm tongue in cheek there when I say that, but like because of the style that they play, they're susceptible to teams that hit threes. Furman hits threes, uh, so that, that's kind of where I could see 
uh, them getting out. It is, is it a tough matchup? Sure. But I'm telling you that this offense that Bob Ritchie runs, it's tough to guard. It's not easy. It's not easy offense to, to scout out. Mm-hmm. I really hope that we end up seeing Alabama and Arizona in this one. I know it's kind of a cop out to say like, oh, I really want to see the two best teams play for the right to go to the final four. But beyond that, there's not a ton of matchups in this that, that I kind of look at and I'm like, yeah, that's super intriguing. That's what I, I really do uh, to see. All right. We mentioned a couple of mid majors, right? Uh, UCSB, Charleston, Furman all have the chance to, uh, to put together a run to get to a sweet 16. I want to ask you guys the, the player, the, what, give me a player from one of these mid-major teams that you're that that has the ability to maybe do uh, to pull a Max Acemas to to kind of be able to put together a little bit of run, uh, put up some thirty-point games, become the, the the guy that steals everybody's hearts. Remember Harold the Show Arsenal? You guys remember him, right? Who? I think we just talked about him. I think it's, it's Mike Bothwell. I think he's the guy. I mean, he's gonna get. He's gonna be the guy if if they're gonna make some noise, and that would be a hell of an upset early on. And he's gonna have to play well. I think him in the in the big team ability to stretch the floor outside, it's gonna be as a big man. I think that's the the biggest thing that happens when you start playing in these games, these you know these mid major schools is having big men that can st- stretch the floor like five stretch fives, and that would give Virginia some trouble because they're accustomed to playing bigs in a post and they double the post. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that that's one, and then Dalton Bowling for Charleston's an intriguing one. If the people who are going to do that game actually do their homework, and that's a very up in the air proposition, the, uh, if they can get an eye patch Dalton Bolin for the game, show pictures of eye patch Dalton Bolin, that would be awesome. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it or not, but he, he's one of those guys. He's a toughness guy. He's, you know, I don't know. He might be 28 years old, but he, it's one of those things like it's such a story with so many division two transfers and NAI and all that stuff. If they're able to do that, um, that, that, that would be, that would be one to watch. It'd be fun. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's Bothwell, Mike Bothwell. Yeah. I think Bothwell's right. I just didn't want to pile on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we're all on. He's just, he's such a stud dude. He's, he's, he's just strong. Bucket. Yeah. Like he's, he's everything that you think a mid-major player is going to be. You know, he's not super athletic. He kind of – he's got that old man game. He kind of looks like one of these guys is going to be playing until he's 65 years old down at the wreck. You know, he's going to – what he's going to do in 20 years, he's going to be jumping on the field to 60 – well, by then it'll probably be the field of 96 after dark, and he'll be pulling the CEO saying, guys, I just got 25 and 12 in church league last night. <laughs> there you go. That's what he'll say. All right, let's uh let's make some picks. Let's let's, let's lay out our bracket. So I want your I want your sweet sixteen picks out of this region. Uh, RC, we'll go with you first. Oh, you want me to lay it out while you guys look? Here, I'll lay it. Out. I I filled out my like I got all my picks in there already. We're good to go. So I'll lay I'll lay mine out first. I have okay. I have Alabama getting past West Virginia. No, I, I, in, in the second. I have Charleston beating Furman, um, in the second round. I have uh, NC State beating Baylor to get to the Sweet 16. And then I have Arizona beating Missouri to get to the Sweet 16. So I'll have uh, Alabama, Charleston, NC State, and Arizona in my Sweet 16. Uh, RC, what do you got? I got Alabama. I have Virginia, NC State, and... If I, I'm gonna go Arizona. 
The ACC is strong with that one, T.O. What do you have? I'm going Alabama. I am in a conundrum between uh, Charleston and Furman. Because at Charleston, older players, they play together. Go with your heart. You know what you want. That's your hometown team. You got to go with it. Go with your heart. You got to take it. All right. I'm going for – all right. So, Sweet 16, Alabama, Furman. Furman over Virginia. Charleston over San Diego State. Furman beats Charleston. And then I'm going Baylor because I just – there's just something about that team. I just can't let it go. So, I'm going Baylor over Santa Barbara. Uh, Creighton over NC State. I think the interesting is going to come in. I think Creighton's going to, yep, Creighton over NC State, and then I'm going to go Creighton over Baylor. So Creighton to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, Tio, you know what concerns me about that matchup? What's that? As good as defensive player is, Colt Brenner is the DJ worst Burns. nightmare for for a big would be a guy like DJ Burns. Just his size, the way he plays. You talk about an old man game. He's going to be playing in a Y when he's 50. You know what I mean? And giving you buckets. That's right. I'll say that. It's a weird style of play that I think that, you know, that's why, you know, I know you're familiar with him. That's why I asked you that. Yeah. Walking refrigerator with ballerina feet. DJ Burns. Love him. I call him a dancing bear. Dancing bear. I like that. I like that too. Uh, The only thing with it is, is it's, it's amazing to me how Carl Brenner doesn't foul. And he has gone through the ringer when it comes to the Big East and the big men that that are in that league. Like, he knows how to play against guys that like to get in your body. I I would actually – I think Creighton's going to beat them. I like uh, Creighton in the Sweet 16 in that part. And then I'm going Mizzou over Utah State, Arizona over Princeton, uh, Arizona. Mm -hmm. So that would be – yeah, so that would be Alabama. Did I pick Furman? Alabama, Furman, Creighton. Arizona. All right. And then my I will have Alabama beating Arizona to get to the final four. Alabama is my South region champion. And I don't think it's necessarily going to be all that close for them to get there. Anyone disagree? got the easiest bracket. Yeah. Anyone disagree? T.O., you disagree? I, I think Alabama makes it, but they beat Creighton in the early day. Creighton in the early. I love it. Look at this. Look at yeah. this. You got a Big East team beating an ACC team in the first round and getting to the Elite Eight. I don't like that matchup. Hey, look, RC, he is a full-blown Big East guy. He is gone. He is (laughs) See, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some people embrace it. Some people embrace change. Furman Furman and the Big East is what he is. This is the man. It's Furman and the Big East. Some people embrace change, Rob. Some people fight it. Rob, uh, chill fights it. You know what I'm saying? No. You got to embrace change. You go to the Big East, you realize how good a tournament that is. People are – it's fun. They're interested. Right, let me be it's clear. I was blown away. You got me on that. I was it's blown away with unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Right, let's, let's get to the – Dive in. Cannonball. I don't care how how bad Doster wants to move forward. All right, <laughs> let's, get to the, let's get to the Midwest. We got Houston as the one seed, <laughs> Texas as the two seed. Uh, we have Xavier as the three seed, which was a bit of a surprising decision. And we have Indiana as the four seed. Um, all right, what is uh, what's that path look like for you, RC? Do you, do you, uh, where do you see Houston running into the most trouble? A healthy Miami. I just don't like. Listen, I'm, I'm, you know, they're number one seed. I'm a huge fan of it. I, I don't like the way they played. They didn't look great in this semi at all. I mean, Marcus Sasser was a thirty piece, and they only had sixty points, and and they got there. They obviously lost. He didn't play in the finals. How is he, if he's compromised? He's compromised. <laughs> <laughs> 
as a number one seed, I I I can see them taking an L as early as a second round. I mean, but I I, I like Miami better. Mm-hmm. I like Auburn to beat Iowa and then give Houston a run for their money because they're so crazy. Because if there's one thing we know about Auburn is that we don't know them. You don't know what you're going to get on a night-to-night basis. And if they just decide to get hot between dates March 16th and March 19th, like Auburn could make the Sweet 16. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. Well, um, you didn't see Miami either. I didn't see Miami either. But I, I don't see Houston really getting tested until they get to Texas. Um, I want Miami to be healthy. I'm not convinced that. Uh, just no see, yeah. yeah, we don't have. I don't have any inside info on that. He just did not look good, and I know Marcus Sasser is dealing with the growing thing. Uh, but he he went through warmups <sighs> today. He was moving around today. Like it, it just that looked like one of those ones where um, if they had to win this game to get, they in, had to have they do it. Probably could have played, but like they don't need it. So why why risk? I think it? the Auburn game is going to be that a really tough one for them because I don't think that you, you're not out toughing Auburn. Mm-hmm. I just look I. <laughs> I just can't see Janai Vroom and like that front line dealing with Jairus Walker and those absolute bulldogs that Houston has. Uh, what about Texas? Where's Texas going to run into the most trouble? They're not. They're not. No. That's who's coming out of this. In the second round. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. In the second round. Texas A&M so freaking tough. If you want to talk about a, a hard-nosed game, like – Grind it out. Texas, Texas A&M is going to be a matchup to watch. They're not getting past Penn State. Ooh, spicy. Uh, it's a spicy one. I like Texas A&M, though. Every time I watch them, I'm just amazed by how tough they are. Yeah. Wade Taylor. They got a really, really good guard in Wade Taylor. Booty yeah. ball. Booty ball. I could I could see that happening. Uh, all right. What is the uh, the potential upset in the first round you guys are in on? Kent this- State over Indiana. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I, I actually like that matchup for Kent State because of Pit, how old Pit over Iowa State. I don't hate that one either. Why? Yeah, talk me, talk me through that one, RC. Why do you like that one? I, I, I just think they're a team that they're going to go with their small ball lineup. Now, they don't – if you're big and you're massive and you rebound it well, I think that's their kryptonite. But if you're, you're just going to be a jump-shooting team and play, they tough, they guard, they're going to throw four guards out there. And they're gonna be a nightmare. They're gonna. They got four guys gonna break you down off the dribble. And like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan of JB Burton. I think he's a closer. I think he can finish games for him. He's a, he, and I I just like their path right now. The first couple of games. I know they got Mississippi State and playing in Dayton. I like him. Uh, I, I think they got a chance at pulling off an early upset. All right. So the one that I like is Drake over Miami. Um, I want to be in on Miami. I just without uh, without Norchad. I, I just don't feel comfortable about it. And I love this this Drake team. They're old. They're veterans. They actually showed a graphic during the uh, Missouri Valley Tournament title game where Drake's starting five is, like, on average, two years older than the average starting five for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, they got 25-year-olds in their backcourt. Roman Penn is really damn good. Tucker DeVries is, is one of the best mid-major players. Like, we're going to get to this in He's a second. He's good. He's a player to watch. Like, they're going to force you to score, though. That's the one problem, even without Norchad playing. Miami's going to still put up 80. Yep. And the thing I like about this Drake team is I do think they are uh, they are good defensively. Um, if you look at the conference-only numbers that they had in the Missouri Valley, which is typically a good defensive conference, they were the second-best defense in that conference. So, um, Going I mean, home. 
I'm in. I'm in on them. I think they're, they're going gonna, home. I think they're going to get it done. Drizzy Drake. <laughs> they're going home. Up. Pack it up. Go back yeah. to Iowa. Yeah. Go back they're to going Iowa. home. Enjoy Bye. Des Moines. What's the best first round matchup? What's the one that you're most intrigued to see? And why is it Texas A&M against Booty Bowl? Like it's got to be that, right? It's got to be. I could be anything else. Booty I, Bowl. I, I really like Booty Bowl. I really like that uh, four thirteen <laughs> game. I think it's going to be a tougher one than people are giving it credit for. Yeah, and the Iowa the Iowa Auburn matchup is just so contradictive with one toughness and one defense and one jump shots and little defense. And that's also got a little bit of uh, the the committee. They, they always do this, and I don't know. And if they do two of the bigger personalities, coaching wise, in the business. Yeah, Bruce Pearl <laughs> against Brandon. Car- like, imagine being an official in that game. How many officials? Like the guys that get that, get that game are they better say, be patient. Oh. Like, oh, no, you know what? Look, I, I'm in health and safety protocol. I can't make it. <laughs> I'm out sick. Uh, Bruce Pearl also was an assistant at Iowa. Remember when all that happened with Deion Thomas? Oh, yeah. I yeah that. So, and then, so not only do we have that drama, uh, Rob Senderoff was a, was a GA and an assistant at Indiana when he first broke into coaching, right? And Good then coach. you get the potential of a Texas A&M, Texas matchup in the second round of the NCAA tournament? Come on, man. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that the people in that committee room were like, ooh, look what we could do. You want to start a little, you want to start a little shit? We can start a little shit. <laughs> we're about to do. We can start a little shit. Um, what's the best potential matchup? Like, what's the one that you're really looking forward to seeing? I mean, it doesn't have to be the dramatic one, uh, but what like where are you kind of sitting here saying, like, that's who I want to see play? Texas AM in Texas. I I'm intrigued by that matchup. Yeah. After we bring that up, I, I am intrigued by that matchup. Um, it, it, you always fall in love with with the four thirteens and the five twelves. It, it just continues to be the case. I, I think Miami beats Drake. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but the Miami team's really good. They paid a lot of money for him. They better not be a first round exit. So <laughs> they better not be a first round exit. Uh, who do I want to see play? I actually I want to see Houston and Auburn play. I think they will. Yeah, I think be a good will game. too. I would love to see that game. Yeah, I actually think that that's one where um, the more I think about it, T.O., the more I think that like there, there's a what, what do you call it? What do you, what do you say about Katie Johnson? You have, we haven't heard of much this year. What do you say about him? He runs on nightmare fuel. Yeah, that's what you need. You need like like the you need to be insane to be able to deal with uh, Houston. So I like that. Um, we're gonna we haven't really talked about this yet. What do you how do you think about this matchup, Xavier Kennesaw State? Uh, I don't think that's going to be an easy matchup. We just saw Xavier get waxed in the Big East tournament title game. Um, if you uh, listen, Terrell Burden can play. Kid from Kennesaw State, he's good. How, how do you feel about, about how do you feel about Xavier? Because I, I think if we look at all of the three seeds, the one where I'm kind of like, yeah, you know what? That's that's a really difficult draw for them, no matter who they get in that second round. Because look, you could get Sean Miller going up against Pitt in the second round of the NCAA tournament, which. Our, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the record or off the record, but like that's that's another interesting matchup with some interesting side plots. Sean, of course, played at Pitt. Mm. I mean, as we talked about it before, had Pitt not turned it around in hell of a year to H to the ACC Coach of the Year, Jeff Capel and those guys, but had he not turned it around, the rumors would have been flying that Sean they were going back up to Brink's truck to get Sean to to Pitt. So. Uh, that 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 that'll be quite interesting to see what that that looks like. And that Kennesaw State, hell of a year, man. I mean, yeah. they turned that thing around really. You quick, talk about right? it, the, one of the next coaches you're going to be talking about a lot. Amir, I'd give him high. Ma- he'd be high major in the next year or two. Yeah, 
All right. So what is the uh, the mid-major to watch in this region? I already gave you mine. It's Drake, and I already gave you my mid-major player to watch. It's Tucker DeVries. Uh, T.O., we'll go to you first. Uh, Kent State and Sincere Carey. Yeah, bad boy, bad boy can score. Big, strong, physical, older, older team, older player. They're good. I I think the same. I think they'll give Xavier some, some, some Indiana. issues there. Yeah, me, I mean, Indiana. I'm sorry. No, they're giving some, you know, giving them some issues. I, I but and ultimately, I think Trace Jackson Davis is just going to be a little too much for him. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I settle on it too. Um, you know they got the best. It's gonna be a month. They got they got the best guy, probably the best guy in the damn in the region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. So let's pick our sweet sixteen. Uh, that's a good way to lead into it. Uh, are you good? Are you ready, RC? If I go to you first on this one, you're gonna yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, found yeah. at the bracket. Like, um, well, uh, this didn't just come out. Well, I'm confused. Uh, I'm gonna go Houston, Miami. Hey guys, just a reminder, our sponsor for today's episode is Run Your Pool. They are hosting the Field of 68 Bracket Challenge. This year, they are giving away $1,500 in free prizes. It's all an incentive for you to get on there and find out just how good their platform is. I've been using them for my bracket pools for years. I've used them for Super Bowl squares. I use them for everything that I need to use them for. The biggest survivor pool that I'm in for both NFL and NCAA tournament is by Run Your Pool. So go check them out. The link's below. Tap in. Do you guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room and the smartest one in your friend group. We all know how much that matters. You can always win the bar argument with the vaulted app. They're also going to be releasing more than 50 pools over the course of the next three months from the NCAA tournament to the NBA playoffs on into baseball season. So download the app at the link below, sign up for your three month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Are you a college basketball junkie? Are you the kind of fan that gets frustrated that this beautiful sport has such a lack of national coverage outside of the month of March? Well, let me tell you about the Field of 68, an all-encompassing digital network of podcasts, live streams, and newsletters that cover the sport at every level on every platform. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid-majors, the only way to keep up with college basketball is through the field of 68. Hey guys, just a reminder, our sponsor for today's episode is Run Your Pool. They are hosting the Field of 68 Bracket Challenge. This year, they are giving away $1,500 in free prizes. It's all an incentive for you to get on there and find out just how good their platform is. I've been using them for my bracket pools for years. I've used them for Super Bowl squares. I use them for everything that I need to use them for. The biggest survivor pool that I'm in for both NFL and NCAA tournament is by Run Your Pool. So go check them out. The link's below. Tap in. Do you guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room and the smartest one in your friend group. We all know how much that matters. You can always win the bar argument with the vaulted app. They're also going to be releasing more than 50 pools over the course of the next three months from the NCAA tournament to the NBA playoffs 
on into baseball season. So download the app at the link below, sign up for your three-month trial, and store your predictions now and forever. Are you a college basketball junkie? Are you the kind of fan that gets frustrated that this beautiful sport has such a lack of national coverage outside of the month of March? Well, let me tell you about the Field of 68, an all-encompassing digital network of podcasts, live streams, and newsletters that cover the sport at every level on every platform. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid-majors, the only way to keep up with college basketball is through the field of 68. Think I'm crazy, Pitt. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm going booty ball. In Texas, I got a fun game for the chat. I want everybody. How do you get, how do you get booty ball in Texas? I'm sorry, I, I got Texas. I, I, I just want to. I, I want to say booty ball for the hell. Of yeah, it. I was about to say you just really want to say booty ball. I just want to say booty ball. That's you got, all got I really booty ball. You got booty ball beating Texas. <laughs> no, I got Texas going. I got. I, I got a fun game for the chat. Chat right now. I want everybody putting there the first ACC team that uh, that RC is going to pick to lose in the first. <laughs> Right now, he's got the ACC at 8-0 in the first week, and I want you guys to put in the chat yep. right now. Yep. First Same thing a- happened a year ago. Yep. First ACC because team. We, uh, because we're going to start it, and I'm going to say we talked all year long about the Big 12 being the best, and then two other conferences got more, more teams in them. Like, what are we talking about here? Yep. So uh, how, how are they by far and away the best conference in America, and then two other conferences got more bids than them? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, RC. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know. Uh, I'm sleep deprived too. Forgive yeah, me. let's go. All right, so I, I'm going Houston. Um, gosh, I want to pull the trigger on Kent State, but I'm not going to do it. Houston, uh, Indiana, because Miami's going to have their hands full, especially with a 70% Omir. So Houston, Indiana, nope. Xavier. Houston, Indiana, Xavier. And I'm scared to, to death because we haven't even said a word about Iowa State. They always seem to find a way with Otzelberger to keep going. But uh, Xavier and then uh, Texas A&M, Sweet 16. You like them? Texas A&M, Sweet 16, huh? Mm. Wow. Booty ball. Booty ball. All right, here's my – Yeah, take their booty back home. I got – Sorry, I'm having a little mic issue. Put your boot, put your put your booty back in your first class seat, back to college stage. 
college, whatever it is. What's this? What's the town up there in Penn State? College Station's Texas A&M. I'm tripping. Some some things over here. All right, we're good to go, Dagan. We're good to go. Uh, here's here's mine. I got Houston beating Iowa um, to be able to get to the Sweet Sixteen. I actually have Indiana in the Sweet Sixteen because I think that Drake beats Miami. I have Indiana over Kent State, and I have Indiana facing off with Houston in the second uh, in the in the second weekend. I have Xavier getting past Iowa State. I'm I'm sticking with Iowa State. I'm buying Iowa State. Uh, and I think that they have figured some things out uh, without Caleb Grill there. And I have Xavier beating Iowa State to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, and then I have Texas beating Texas A&M. I'm in, on, uh, I'm in on Buzz Williams being able to make a little bit of a run, but I don't think that they can get past Texas. Texas is something of a team of destiny to me. All right, uh, T.O., give me your final four pick. Who's making it out of the, the Midwest? Um, let's go Xavier to the Elite Eight. They'll play Houston. Houston will beat Xavier. Texas. You have Texas? Yes. Texas, Texas beating Texas beating who? I think Texas beats I beat Texas beats Houston. Okay. I have uh Houston beating Indiana, Texas beating Xavier, and Houston beating Texas to get to the final four. Roddy Terry's gonna make the final four in RC's bracket and still not get the job. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right. He's still let's, going to have to interview. Yeah, let's move, we're uh, weighing our options. <laughs> let's move to the West region. Kansas is the one seed. UCLA is the two seed. We have Gonzaga as the three seed and UConn as the four. What are your overall impressions of this region? And what do you think of uh, the Kansas path to the final four? Tio, I'm going to you first. Uh, I That second round is going to be a bear for Kansas. Uh, I don't know what's going on with McCullers back. If he's healthy, Bill Self will be back in the mix. That that ain't nine game in that region. You know what? It's it's funny. Like, if you put Illinois in a 5-12 or a 4-13, if they're able to get that, excuse me, uh, I, I like Illinois' chances to get to the second weekend. However, <laughs> Arkansas and Kansas are going to be two uh, tough ones to overcome. So, I – who do I like in that region? Was that the question? I forgot the question. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. Um, what do you just uh, the the region as a whole and the Kansas path to a Final Four? I I, I like it. I think their toughest game is going to come in the Sweet Sixteen when they play UConn. Um, but UConn will have to deal with some pressure against VCU because VCU's beaten St. Mary's. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk all about that. Um, yeah. I have some UConn takes we can get to. Uh, what do you? I think? like the I like the seven ten game in that in that bracket. Yeah, it'll be interesting. What do you think? What do you think, RC? What do you got? I like VCU in an upset, but I like Kansas. I, I don't think there's much resistance for Kansas. I, I, I don't. Interesting. You know, I think Illinois. I think Illinois gets Arkansas. Um, I'm concerned about UCLA. I, I just don't. I, I don't long term. Um, that that really concerns me with them. So I I think that. Of all the number one seeds, right? I think if there's going to be a team that has a gripe, it's it's Kansas, right? Not only do they have to get Arkansas, who probably had, like, I don't think it's close. I think it has more talent on their roster than Kansas does. Or Illinois, who has, one, uh, Bill Self's old school, and two, uh, is, is a team that can match up very, very well with Kansas if they want to go with that small ball lineup. Then you could end up getting UConn, a top five team on Kempom, in the sweet 16 and then you're you, who are you going to end up without west 
UCLA, who probably won't travel all that well to Vegas, or Gonzaga, who's going to fill up that entire arena. That's going to be all. Uh, it's going to be all Gonzaga fans out there. They're gonna they're gonna take over Las Vegas. That's what they do. So that's that's tough, man. I think Kansas has the toughest path out of all of the number one seeds when they could have been the overall number one seed. And now not only are they not getting Kansas City, but now they got to go out west and get the winner of Arkansas, Illinois, or UConn, Oregon. I think Purdue. I think Purdue out of the number ones has the hardest path. Yeah, but yeah. Purdue didn't like. I, I, we we thought Purdue could end up being a two seed. We thought our, the Kansas could be. The but that wasn't the question, Rob. Seed. That wasn't the question, Rob. Rob, well, well, I the said was, I didn't ask a question. I made a for a number one seat, Rob. That was the question. I didn't ask questions. him. Well, hold on, hold on. When that was, that, that was the scenario we were discussing. I never, I never That's put what I was never happening. To you. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's go with UCLA. Um, obviously, they don't have Jalen Clark. We don't know what's going to go bullshit, on. Rob. I'm not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> could UCLA get picked off in the second round? Tio, now I'm actually going to ask you a question. Could uh, could UCLA get picked off in the second round? Uh, it depends on Adam Bona. That, that, that's a huge thing because UNC Asheville, I don't I don't necessarily think they can do it, but Drew Pember is a matchup problem. And Tayshaun Jones can really shoot it. I think they can make it interesting for a half or so, but I think UCLA ultimately wins. That second round, I, I don't see much trouble between either Boise State or Northwestern. I, I think Boise State picks off Northwestern because Northwestern's strength is her backcourt. Marcus Shaver Jr. is a point guard at Boise State. He's 25 years old. He's a veteran. They have multiple guys that can handle the ball. I think Boise State wins that game. That UCLA-Boise State game, um, UCLA just has more. They just have more. Uh, I, I think the genuine concern, to be honest with you, might be when TCU uh, gets to the Sweet 16. RC, you agree? Yeah, I, I think the best matchup will be that TCU and Gonzaga matchup. Ultimately, that'll be, I think that's the best matchup coming out. I, I don't think it's as tough as some of you guys. I think Kansas is going to breeze through. I think UConn. I, I don't. I don't see UConn going very far. I just don't like the point guard play. We saw. We saw that rear its head up. I think it shows up in the tournament and it costs cost those guys. It'd be ironic if if Tricky Rick gets him in the first round. Dude, if Tricky Rick beats UConn, <laughs> if Tricky Rick beats UConn, all right. So what? Let's get let's straight get to St. John's. He's gonna set Ooh, the northeastern oh, part of this oh, country on fire. Hey, let's let's go straight into that potential upset you like. Can I can I take this one first? Because I think that yes. UConn. I, I made this point earlier at the at the open. I think that this the the worst thirteen seed that UConn could have matched up with. If you look at all of them was Iona. Because what Iona wants to do is they want to get out, they want to press you, they're going to do yep. it man-to-man, and they got some guards that can can heat you up, right? Um, I think UConn will win that game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think they're going to win that game because the the just the size is going to overwhelm them. Iona's going to basically play four guards because they got a guy injured, they got a seven-foot stretch four. I just don't think the size and athleticism is going to be enough for them to be able to deal with UConn. I think they'll be able to overwhelm them. I don't think they'll be able to overwhelm VCU. I think VCU gets them in the second round of the tournament, right? I think that is where you're going to see UConn. Uh, if they get upset in the first weekend, I think it's that's where it's going to end up being just because that is a – that's a nightmare matchup, right? Like VCU, I agree. VCU, who – we just saw Shaka Smart really eat up UConn's guards with their defense, right? We just saw them do that. Where did, where did Shaka Smart coach before? VCU. Who was his, who was his guy there? Mike Rhodes. That's yeah. that's that is what it is. What what else? Where else can we see an upset? 
I guess the 17 game Boise State over Northwestern. I don't see Grand Canyon. Arizona State, they play a style that's similar to TCU. And if they get hot, they could have it happen. Uh, but I, I just like that. I've liked that TCU team all, all year. I, I hate to backtrack mm-hmm. now. I just feel like that that uh, TCU Gonzaga game is going to be hell on wheels, man. It's going to be flying up and down the floor. Oh, that's going to be a great game. That great is going game. to be a great. That might, when we talk about like what's the best potential matchup that you want to see, like that's that one's got to be. I want to see. That's How much will they miss Lampkin? I mean, I, they're going to go even faster. Like, that's the thing, right? He got them second-chance opportunities. He got them to the offensive glass. But that's the team that wants to run now. Like, they want to get out and go. What do you say about Mike Miles, T.O.? He's got a rocket out of his ass. <laughs> He's fast. He does. He does. They want to, he yep. does, man. They want to get out and run. Gonzaga wants to get out and run. I don't know if Gonzaga had like the issue with TCU is like if you force them to play a half court game, can you stop them? One, I don't think Gonzaga can stop them. And two, they're not going to try to play a half court game. And I don't think you can play TCU style and beat them. Um, all right. What is the what's the best first round matchup here? I think this one's obvious. Yeah. Arkansas, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a hell of a matchup. I, that Boise State Northwestern, it won't be all that sexy when it comes to um, the common fan just because of the names, but th- that'll be a well played game. It's going to be a one possession game like that. Yeah, it, it will that's going to be a one possession game because it's going to get played in the forties. So yeah. like, no one's pulling away. No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Boise State, if they get hot, they can score. Max Rice, Leon's kid, he's a good player. He, he reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of uh, Matt Bolden that played at Gonzaga some years ago. Same size, kind of a funky game, dribbles a ball kind of high. Like, you, you don't expect him to get to spots, but he does. Boise State's got pieces now. I like that Boise State team. Mm-hmm. RC? I think Boo Boo and those guys get some uh, – I, I don't know. I, I, I would be as comfortable calling this bracket as I did, not saying obviously none of us is going to get it right. I think Kansas gets – I like Illinois in the first one. I think VCU. I don't even know if that's an upset. I think the closest game will probably or the most controversial game in the early bracket of this one will be the the UConn Iona game. I, I just think a kryptonite of pressure in those guys. We saw their advantage is going to be inside with their bigs, but they don't handle pressure well to get the damn ball inside. Mm-hmm. And we know Tricky Rick's going to come after them with heat. Yeah, and I don't think they got the too. size, and they got some dudes. They don't have a size, but I, I, I to, to, that, but, to, but here, who? No, Iona does have the size. No, no, mean meaning meaning the size to deal with it. It isn't just Adama. It's clinging. It's just constantly like no one else. I think in the country has two guys. Yeah, the, you just, here, you just here's, here's each other coming in and out. Yeah, the the here's here's the reason why I'm not like the, it's not the one that I'm I'm kind of circling is that their backcourt. They're gonna light people up, but they're they're like six two one seventy five, and Tristan Newton's six five, uh, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Like, yeah, but, yeah, I, but I, that's I my Dennis, point. That's what you Dennis want for pressure. And- yeah, no, no, I get it, but I think that I think they'll be able to deal with that. And Nelly Junior. Joseph, I think, just kind of plays in a little bit to what Adama Sanogo wants to do. Either way, I it's that that's gonna be one where it like comes down to kind of wins by five. Where's but it it's at? Buffalo, Buffalo. So it'll be <laughs> or not Buffalo, um, Albany. So that'll be a a very UConn uh, home game. Yeah, it'll be a UConn home game. Um, all right, let's uh, the the best potential matchup. The, do we all agree that's TCU Gonzaga? Is there something else in there? You guys got anything else? 
No. I think that's just such a big deal of styles. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not as – I think that's where the Lamp, Eddie Lampkin – I mean, the Lampkin injury against Drew Timmy is becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Because I think you know, schematically you just get back. You know, you don't crash the offensive glass. You're just like, get your ass back, make them play five on five and beat, and make, and beat jump shots and make jump shots. Yep. I think the first round matchup of Arkansas and Illinois is like that under the teams that oh. I'm not going to say have underperformed, but like it's, it's They've two been really talented teams that could never really get it together. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Uh, let's go to the mid-major to watch and the mid-major player to watch. RC, we'll go to you first. Oh, I'm going to VCU and Baldwin. I think yep. he's, he's we just, saw we saw him on Saturday, man. Yeah, base is just the problem, man. I I think he's he answers the bells for those guys. There's a toughness about the kid. I mean, he's as tough as any kid in college basketball. Hey, does St. Mary's have any chance to beat them? Like, we're just completely writing off St. Mary's. Hey, man, he's good. No, yeah. hey, St. Mary, like St. Mary's can they're they can guard and they got a really good point guard. Mm. He's a freshman though, but they got a really good point guard. And VCU, we've seen them in the non-conference not do all that. They rolled through the A10. The A-10 is one big league for a reason. Well, I, what I will say is, is Aiden Mahaney, where, while he's a very good point guard, he's the best part of his game is getting to the cup and doing stuff for himself. He's he's an okay passer, but he's more of an ability to get a bucket. So, like, that actually helps him against VCU because if you're more wired to score against that type of pressure, you can have some success. Yep. All right. So, the uh, the mid-major player to watch, T.O.? Uh Max Rice, Boise State. And that's saying the Mountain West is a mid-major, which it is. Um, major. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Ma- Max Rice, Boise State. It's He's not a, a mid-major. It's not a mid-major, but I got one for you. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Drew Pember. For you. Drew Pember at UNC Asheville. UNC Asheville's, hey, they're good. They're going to give, especially if there's no Dean Bona, like they could give UCLA some fits. They could give them some problems in the first round of that tournament. Where they're where they might be susceptible is at the point guard spot against Tiger Campbell. Caleb Burgess is very up. He's been up and down. He's been better over the last month and a half. But that's where they could. That's where Asheville could get picked off. And Pimper, while he's very good, he's not the most physical dude. So he's very much a perimeter, space and block shots kind of guy. You attack his chest, you can give him problems. Mm-hmm. All right, so I need your Sweet 16 picks, fellas. RC, we're going to go to you first. My Mine's going to be electric. Like, you guys you guys are going <laughs> to hear what I have to say, and you're going to be like, Rob, what are you doing? You need to take a nap. I'm going full T.O. on this one. I like that. I like Kansas. Um, I, don't, I just don't think that's going to be much from – I think this is where the biggest upset is going to come from. You know, and that's where I'm kind of stuck in between. I, I, I don't. You're gonna think I'm crazy. I'm gonna say. VCU. Okay. Um, I like the Bruins. I think they figure out a way. To get there, and I'm gonna say Gonzaga. I, I, I think they'll. I think, I think they'll get, they'll get TCU. Yo, I'm going. I'm going. Uh... Kansas over Illinois in the second round. And then I'm going uh, UConn over VCU. So UConn to the Sweet 16. And then uh, TCU over Gonzaga. 
UCLA over Boise State. So I have UCLA uh, beating Boise State. I think Boise State is the one Mountain West team that gets a win in this bracket. I have TCU beating Gonzaga. Love that decision there. Love that call there. Um, I'm going. I'm going to have UConn beating VCU uh, in my bracket because, like, I, I can't go against UConn in this bracket. Just not going to do it. But I think that VCU, like, if you want to pick an upset, that's the one. That, if you want to pick a sleeper in this uh, this region, it's VCU over UConn. And then, how about this? How about this, fellas? So I got Ar- beat VCU. I got Arkansas taking down Bill Self and Kansas in the uh, in the second round of this tournament and getting to the Sweet 16. The reason I say that is because I think that Muss thrives in these moments. He thrives in March. He finds a way to get it done. He identifies mismatches. He knows how to game plan. He knows how to scheme. I think he'll be able to take advantage of DeWan Harris. And I don't know. Look, I love DeWan Harris, but he's going to have to guard Anthony Black. It's not a good matchup for him. He's going to have to guard Ricky Council. It's a nightmare matchup for him. You got to put him on Nick Smith. It's not a good matchup for him. I, I just I think that Dewan Harris. Yeah, you got a small guard, the best defensive point guard in the country, and he's like six one. And he's getting up underneath who, who you, people. Who are you putting him on? Who are you putting him on? Doesn't matter. Whoever he's put on, he's shutting down. We'll see. We'll see. I like that matchup for uh, for Arkansas. So I have Arkansas getting to the Sweet Sixteen. Then I have uh, UConn beating UCLA in front of us out in Las Vegas and get into the final four. Um, if uh, if I wasn't a UConn fan, I would have Arkansas. I would have UCLA taken down Arkansas there, but I will have UConn in my final four. Tio, what do you got? I think I think Kansas gets to the Elite Eight, and then they lose to um, UCLA. Hmm. UCLA to the final four out of the West. I got Kansas. Kansas, huh? I got Kansas. You got Kansas. That would be nuts. You have Kansas, After losing Texas their best baseball. players, three, three, they're like the anti-Carolina. They I, lose, I just don't, but, they but lose their I, three best players in the back. But the when we court. look at this bracket, we're talking about a UCLA is compromised. I don't think we're none of us feel like Gonzaga is really it. I mean, UConn, we got question marks, and then we're going to talk about Arkansas, maybe Illinois. I don't see it. I don't. I don't think. I think as crazy as it sounds, I think this is as easy of a bracket as. As any bracket, I think Kansas has it outside of we said Alabama. I think they have the next easiest what path. All right, let's go uh, to the East. Purdue is the one seed. Marquette is the two seed. We have Kansas State as a three. We have uh, Duke as a five with Tennessee as a four, and we have the big storyline here. We talk about how uh, the NCAA loves to get messy when they put this together. We have number eleven seed Providence. And our star forward, Bryce Hopkins, facing off a number oh, six seed, Kentucky. So good. Who Bryce Hopkins transferred out of. Uh, let's start with Purdue. Um, I think that they have, of all the number one seeds, like this is the one where you kind of look at it and you say, man, like they 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 might get picked off here. Like I don't, I don't see them getting past Memphis. Mm. Is that crazy? Yeah, no, it's not crazy. I, I thought it was funny that everybody in the media was begging the committee not to put FAU in the 8-9 game, and you know what <laughs> happened? They put mm-hmm. FAU in the 8-9 game. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, no, I think Purdue has the hardest because you walk into Memphis, who's old, you get out, you pressure guards, that's going to be tough. Say they get past Memphis, then you got to probably see, you know, Tennessee or Duke, or even Oral Roberts. Of course, I don't think Oral Roberts has given 
Zach Eady any problems, but I digress. Uh, that's going to be a, that's that's a hard draw for Purdue. A lot of teams that their strengths kind of go towards Purdue's weaknesses. So um, that part's that part will be tough. Um, yeah, they, that Kentucky Providence game though. We'll we'll I get love, to that. We'll 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 get to that. I love it here. Um, RC, what do you what do you feel about uh, Purdue's draw um, and kind of Marquette's draw by the top seeds? Clock with Memphis. I think they're on the clock with Memphis. I, I think that's going to be, and, and and Memphis got a, a hell of a first round game themselves. I mean, that's going to be, that's not going to be FAU. It's not going to be an easy game for them. Um, but I, I think the Memphis game is, gives them a chance. How about it, Jeff? Is Memphis still, is Penny still good for the job? <laughs> I hope he apologizes Wait, tonight. I'm waiting for them. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my Twitter feeds right now, Jeff. <laughs> Waiting that's for the apology. Yeah, that's I think he's going to come out and announce this one. Huh? Yeah. That's two years in a row they're in the 8-9 game. Now. And they, they could have beat uh, they could have beat um, Gonzaga, Gonzaga last year. They could have beat Gonzaga no. a year ago. They beat Gonzaga last year. Uh, this one, <laughs> I do think this is an interesting matchup for, for a couple reasons. One, or interesting region for a couple reasons. One, um, I don't think Kansas State is like that, like a, a juggernaut or anything like that. Um, I don't love uh, I don't love Kentucky against Providence, and I don't love Providence with the way they're playing right now. Um, but I could see Kansas State getting picked off. I don't think Tennessee gets past Louisiana. Uh, I could see Michigan State with their two guard backcourt and their five guy that can kind of stretch the floor a little bit. I could see them giving Marquette some issues in the second round. I could see Memphis giving Purdue some issues in the second round. There's just a I think that this is going to be the region where shit goes to hell. I think Duke might end up being the best team uh, in this region. All right, give me the potential upset that you guys like. RC, we'll go to you first. I don't know if you can call Providence over UConn. Is that really an upset? Kentucky. Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky. I'm sorry. Is Providence over Kentucky really? Would that really be an upset? Would that surprise you? No, but I mean, two, you're, you're two good. Two programs that struggled. Uh, I, I think Michigan State's beat USC. Uh, I, I don't think any much issues with Kansas State or Marquette. I think they get through. I think the biggest chance of an upset here is. Um, probably would be FAU and Memphis, but I think Memphis pulls that out. So I don't think there's going to be much other than if I had to pick one, I'm going to say Providence over Kentucky. Yo. There's one I love, and Tio's going to hate it that I'm because I'm about to say it, but the one that no. I love is Louisiana no. over Tennessee. Louisiana over Tennessee for a couple no. of reasons, but but they Louisiana's got a dude named Jordan Brown who was a McDonald's All American. He started out in Nevada. He went to Arizona. He's averaging twenty and nine right now. Um, I think that they, I think that they can find a way to get. There. I I went into this saying there's no way that I'm going to pick Tennessee to lose to a a thirteen seed or a fourteen seed, and then they drew the one team that I'm like, you know what? They actually got some big dudes. They actually got some athletic dudes. They actually got some guys that uh that are going to be able to um to give them a little bit of a problem. So I, I like Louisiana. I agree. I, I agree with all of that. I yeah. absolutely But they eat gumbo that afternoon. They're going home. They're not beating. <laughs> <laughs> they back to eating gumbo. But like they, they got a high major guy. Like they got another dude, Greg Williams, who played the St. John's. You know, it's not like they don't have they got they got high major guys on that Louisiana team. I don't think you better be score if you're beating Tennessee because they're gonna defend the hell out of you. So hell you no, all they gotta score is point. 45 points because Tennessee mm-hmm. can't get out of the 30s. <laughs> That's my point. That's all they need when they're holding you to mm-hmm. 20. 
Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but hell, hey, we all know Euros Plavsic is going to try to break both of Jordan Brown's arms the way he plays. Yeah, and then, true. like, you're going to you're going to have to hit free throws against Tennessee because Plavsic is a hack. He is a hack. <laughs> I, I think it's it's possible that I I, I like that four thirteen call right there. Five twelve. I, I think Max A. Smith is electric. I don't see that happening. Duke's playing too well right now, and um. Derek Lively can guard on the perimeter. So I'm not worried about kind of bent over picking and popping as much. Yeah. Um, and you know what's going to happen there is, is, is or are you just going to get, I think they're going to get beat up inside. Like I, I watched that. I, I think glass. about, yeah, I think about that. And I'm just like, what are they going to do against Filipowski? Like, how are they, how are they going to handle him? Yeah. I don't see how, like, I don't, I just don't know what they do with him. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Let's what, what's the what's the best first round match? I think we all know what this is, right? It's Kentucky Providence. Is that the gotta best be. first round match? Gotta be, gotta be, dude. If Bryce Hopkins goes for forty. That would be that'd be incredible. Yeah. That would be incredible. The Bryce Hopkins revenge game, the redemption. Is be, yeah, it's going to be fantastic to watch. Uh, to watch that matchup, especially because like that's where that's where Kentucky struggles. Like that's the issue right there. Is that matchup right there? So. Um, that's going to be a fantastic one to watch. I also think Memphis FAU is going to be something you have to like. You, everyone's going to watch it. You got to tune into that one. Can't miss that one. Um, the best potential matchup. Like, what do you what do you want to see down the road in the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight? Maybe the second round. I want to see Kansas State Marquette. I think that would just be a great game. There's, there's so much talent on that floor. Marquise Noel, Tyler Kolick. Um, Cam Jones, Keontae Johnson, Omax Prosper guarding Keontae Johnson, and then you know whoever uh, Naquan Tomlin wants to guard, like pick one. Like that's a that's going to be that's a really talented matchup. I think that that is the perfect matchup for yeah. for Marquette. I think like I, I want to see that game because on paper it, it it sounds really good, but I think that's one that Marquette ends up winning by like fifteen. Really? I think they, I think they put Stevie Mitchell on Marquise Noel. I think they put Omax on Keontae Johnson. Then they just figure the rest out, and you take away the two guys that are studs, and I just don't know what Kansas State is going to be able to do if you take away those two guys. Yeah, a lot to be said there. That that would be a great game. Not a good game. That would be a great game. Yes, a great game. Uh, what do you got, RC? Best potential matchup that you could see happening? Uh, I think all – I, I like we talked about, I think the, the Memphis-Purdue. I think we can see, you know, an early upset of a number one seed right there. You know, I think that that second-round game is – it would not surprise me at all if Memphis beats Purdue. Mm-hmm. I just think they got the bodies to to throw at them, and they're not. A, I mean, we know what Kendrick Davis is. There's no matchup for him. I I think he can. We we know what he can do, and they 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 won't. They're gonna have trouble guarding him. Yep. Um. All right. So we uh we talked on talked about like three of the good mid majors that are in this league. We talked about uh this this bracket. We talked about Louisiana. We talked about Oral Roberts, and we talked about FAU. Um, I think, I think Louisiana wins their first round game. I think we all kind of agree. It's going to be Memphis and Duke that wins the other one. So, uh, let me phrase it to you like this, <laughs> which one of those three do you think is the most likely to be able to find a way to get to the sweet 16? If someone's, if there's going to be a darling coming out of that region, um, it's probably going to be one of those three teams, right? So, uh, who, who do you see as the most likely to be able to make a run there to you? Out of the top half of that bracket. Yeah. I like Duke, man. The way they're playing, they play no, no, no. The mid majors, the mid majors. Mid-majors. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you 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 said all these. You said basically all the teams. So I was in and out looking at the bracket. Sorry. Um, 
I mean, FAU is kind of cute to think about. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, there, I don't, I don't see one in this bracket, Lu, Lu, Louisiana, either. Louisiana potentially, but I just don't see one in this bracket. Yeah. I don't see the Tennessee upset. I, I just don't see it. I don't know where, where, where would it come? I don't, I don't, I just don't believe there would be one from a yeah. major in this bracket. Yeah. I don't think, I, I, I don't, I see, I think Louisiana gets Tennessee, but I don't think they get, they, they get past Duke. So, uh, Let's let's start. Well, we talk Max A. Smith. There's a mid-major player watches him. So let's let's get to the Sweet 16. Let's kind of break this down matchup by matchup. RC, what do you got there? Oh, I'm gonna go. I hate the sounders because they're playing well. I've been picking so many ACC schools, but I think Duke. I like like that matchup. For, you know, with potentially uh potentially Purdue, but I think Memphis gives them it wouldn't shock with Memphis gives them, but I think Duke I like Duke there. Um I'm gonna go Kansas State and I'm gonna go Marquette. Deal? Um yeah uh let's uh, oh, shit. Let's go uh Duke over Memphis. And then Kansas State playing Marquette. That's the same. That's the same Sweet Sixteen that I have here. I have Memphis. Ah. Beating, I have Memphis beating Purdue. I have Duke beating Louisiana. I have Kansas State beating Providence after Bryce Hopkins goes for sixty, and I have Marquette getting past Michigan State. I think it's going to be a tougher game than, than Marquette fans will realize. But I think Marquette ends up getting to the Sweet 16. I think that's gonna uh, be a hell of a game for them. That, that Michigan State game is gonna be tough. It is. It is. I mean, because you got the two guards. Like you have two guys on that team that can go out there and make plays. I just think at the end of the day, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fading Big Ten teams in this entire event. The only Big Ten team that I have making it to that's the a tried weekend. and tr- that's a tried and true method. Yes. The the only Big Ten team I have making it to the second weekend is Indiana, and I don't even feel great about that. Um, all right, let's get into uh, who do you have in the final four coming out of this group, coming out of this region? Duke. I got Duke. Duke. They're playing. Yeah, they're playing so well right now. They're just they're peaking at the right time. They're playing well. I think Marquette and them in the Elite Eight will be a hell of a game. And uh, I think Duke. RC. I like the call. I like. I like the call. I would say the same right now. I mean, the way they're playing coming into this, I worry about them. I worried about them from an experience standpoint of them playing a veteran team. Uh, but I don't know. Like that, that, that Tennessee Duke game is going to be tough because that's the Tennessee's a bunch of physical dudes. I just don't think they can score enough points. Mm-mm. So I'm I have play. I have Duke beating Memphis on one side of the Elite Eight. I have Marquette beating Kansas State on the other side of the Elite Eight. And I have Marquette getting to the Final Four. I think Shaka does it. He breaks through for the first time since he took VCU to the Final Four back in 2011. I'd be, I'd be so there'd be nobody happier than me. But my accountant wanted me to let you know that Bryce Hopkins isn't scoring 15 over Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a text message. He said Bryce Hopkins ain't scoring 15. I was like, take it easy, Heisey. <laughs> 15 or 50? 15. I said 50. No, you said Bryce Hopkins isn't scoring. He said he's in scoring 15. Yeah, yeah. Tell your accountant to uh, – you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go put that in the He's watching. He's right watching. 
I know. I'm going to put that in the vaulted app right now. I got Bryce Hopkins scoring well over 15 points and uh, Providence beating. Oh, the over-under for Bryce Hopkins scoring is what, 17 and a half? Yeah. yeah, give me the over. Give me all of the over. Give me every single bet, every single line of bet rivers, all of my money. Take my you mortgage, all your chips take in my on him. car, take my kids' college fund, take every single dime that I have to my name. Take my house. I'll put my house up. Let's go. Um, all right. My final four is Alabama, Houston, UConn, and Marquette. Tio, what do you got? What's your final four? Uh, we've already said it, and I don't know it. So <laughs> I, I don't have it written down. Let's go uh, Alabama, Duke. Alabama and Duke, you had you had UCLA. Yeah, you had Alabama, Houston. Duke, UCLA. Was it Houston? Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure Alabama, you Houston. Alabama, Duke, UCLA, Houston. RC, what'd you have? I got Alabama. I'm going to go Kansas. You had Alabama, Duke, Kansas, Texas, right? Yep. All right. Give me uh, give me your, your finals and national champion. Oh, you're killing me, Rob. <laughs> yeah but do you think you were gonna have to make predictions on the show all right look yeah, i'll go first this early i thought i was I'll gonna go. get some time man i mean I, i'm I'll going go with bama it. ultimately i'm just going with bama i think i think they get it done i think bama yeah. wins i have alabama beating marquette i have uconn beating houston and then the last time we saw uconn and alabama play what happened stop it you, you just no way you, you you're happened? not you're not you're trying to make up with the fans from from the guard, man. There's no, no I'm not making exactly up with anyone. That's exactly Here's, here's you know the what? thing. Good call. Here's, you're trying to make up. I'm calling you out on that. You're trying to make up to them guys that was trying to buy his beer in the garden. Why would I make up with them? They love me. They want I know they do. You're trying they to keep them on your good side because they got upset with you at the end because you picked Marquette. Oh, who do we pick to beat them? It's, it's just... They lost, and then now you try to pick. There's no way you picking UConn to, to win the to go to the final. I just did. I, you can no. see it right there. It's on the no, bracket already. It's written in there. It's written in ink. That is ink right there. UConn winning the that's national. That's your backup that's bracket. Great. That's written yeah, in that's ink right, right there. Ups, that's your upset bracket. All right, T.O., give me a, give me a final four and a champion. I got an Alabama over Duke. Um, Houston over UCLA. Houston in Houston. Jim Nance is on his way out. Bingo. There you go. There you go. Storyline down the next. Listen, this has been great. Selection Sunday is here. Bracket season is here. Coming up next, the only man that is more excited than me about seeing a bracket is one the one and only John Fanta. He will be joined by John Henson. Not in John Fanta's party. And, and Matt McCall to be talking oh. about not North Carolina. They were not invited to his party. And they turned down the and NIT. They turned down the NIT. They turned it down. I, hey, Rob, real, they didn't want to play. I told you, we're going to learn all we need to know mm -hmm. about this team when the season ended. Yep, you're right. You were smoke. right. They were All sick right, of the so smoke. Coming sick of the next, smoke. Coming up next, John Fanta, John Henson, Matt McCall for the next hour. Then we got Jeff Goodman, Doug Gottlieb, Tyler Hansbro, and I forgot who the fourth person on. With oh, them. my God. I'm sorry. He's going to be apologizing. I'm, I'm sorry to whoever it is. Laval, Laval, Laval. We love Laval. We love Laval. Laval. We got we to get out We got to get out of here because uh, those I guys don't are want to. here at 8 o'clock. Dagan, kick us out.